Hey there, happy equinox. This is T, and you are tuned in to Burning Tarot. We are out here in a little place I like to call nature. We are at a very special stream that you can hear very loudly in the background right now. We will not do the whole reading here, but I just wanted you to listen to the stream just feet away from where it burbles up out of the ground. And the springs bring us this beautiful, clear water where one awesome Burning Tarot listener and I and my son have just had a little beautiful equinox ritual moment. So let's listen to the stream and take a breath. And then we'll talk about our card, our card that will guide us through the next about two weeks. I don't always know how long the reading extends for, but I'm going to say, let's let this bring us through the first week of October. Okay, you guys? Let's begin it by appreciating water and appreciating our own breath. Our card today is the Ace of Swords, and it was drawn for us by our Burning Tarot listener, friend, and client, dear Susan. Maybe she'll let me post a picture of her with the card. This Ace of Swords suggests that we are going to have a lot of energy soaring, cruising through us. And it also suggests we're ready for some new beginnings. Even if we're not necessarily ready for those new beginnings, they're going to be here. And the opportunity to do something new is going to show its face. Just like the angel depicted on this card, which is from Cat Black's Golden Tarot. Now I'm going to pause a moment and I'll come back to this reading at another place. And now I'm back. No stream this time. We're in another place. Much drier here. We are walking into Chutes National Forest, which is also where that spring was. And there are a lot of birds out. And it's really interesting to watch them flap around kind of low to the ground this time of day in little clumps and little flocks. There are large flickers, which are clearly all traveling together. But then some of the little birds are kind of twittering around the large flock of large flickers. We've got some little chickadee looking guys. Might be something else, but it looks like a chickadee. We've got Stellar's jays, usually so loud, crazy corvids. But they're being quiet. I think they know that they're not of the bigger main flock. And they're just kind of playing some side horns on this one. And it's gorgeous how they're all flying quite low. And so all the interesting patterns on their wings are visible. And they just kind of, 
the flickers and such, they just, they go about 20, 30 feet. They land on another tree, hang out for a little while, then head off to the next one. Some of them are making cute little chirping noises. And this bird energy really plays into our Ace of Swords and also into our Equinox. So the Equinox is a balanced time. We have an equality of light to darkness in our days on the Equinox. And here in the north, it's the autumnal Equinox. For those of you who tune in from the Southern Hemisphere, There's not a whole lot of you, but I want to acknowledge that, yeah, you're experiencing the vernal equinox. And for all of us following the uh, tropical zodiac, which is the astrological and stargazing tradition that a lot of us have in this culture, and I'm I'm coming in from the USA here, um... For us, this is also the beginning of Libra season. So the equinox day, which came late this year, you know, astronomically, it's half light, half dark, just like that. And things are going to be getting darker. They already have been since the solstice when we pulled our guide uh, card at that time, which was the six of coins, encouraging us to make sure we're letting things flow the earthly things in our lives, if you'll remember back to that podcast, you know, from solstice through equinox, it gave us a little guidance of a way to look at our earthly belongings and how we are, you know, how we're standing in this earth, on this earth. We got to give stuff away. We got to ask for what we need. All that good stuff. And at that time, The day was very long and very bright. And now suddenly, whoa, the sun's going down at sort of a normal time of day. And we'll keep that darkness flowing, right? All the way through December, whatever it is this year, probably 21st, when we hit in the Northern Hemisphere, our winter solstice. And most of you reading this have had quite a few winters before in your life. And they haven't all been lived in the tropics. So you know what that feels like. That short day. That darkness. That coldness. And the coziness of sitting inside. Gathering with each other. Gathering around the fire. You know, making cozy cups of hot chocolate or whatever. Uh, in In the time of great darkness. And it's no coincidence that... That's when the Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And of course, many other cultures and religions have different holidays around that time. So where we are right now is halfway between those two. That summer solstice in all of its brightness. And that winter solstice in the very short, brief nature of the day that happens then. And again, this is kind of the northern perspective. Flip it on its, flip it upside down if you're down in um, Australia or wherever you might be down south. So when we're at the equinox, it doesn't really matter whether it's spring or summer. We're able to see the balance in things. 
The nice thing about this time of year is that the sun makes its ingress, that means it's moving into the sign of, into Libra. So we say, it's Libra season. And then a bunch of other planets will be in Libra as well. Some of them are still back there in Virgo. Um, Libra season, well, what's Libra about? It's an air sign. And we've pulled the Ace of Swords, the Ace of Air. Hmm, interesting. We're surrounded by birds. Birds, air. I suppose there are flightless birds. These ones are flighted birds. Flighty birds, maybe. So we've got a lot of air energy moving around. And then the Libra sort of interpretation of air is one of balance, is one of seeking justice, is one of desiring calmness, peace. I don't even know if calmness is a word. Maybe just say calm. <clears throat> Calmitude. Um, so this is, this is kind of a cool way for this air element, air energy, to be arriving to us. Maybe arriving for us. Lots of air around. With the Ace of Swords, we have a very clear indication that newness is a theme and is a thing. If you've been waiting on a project, particularly one that involves air, kinds of themes, kinds of uh, motifs or requirements, it's probably going to feel really urgent to go ahead and launch something and get moving. The Ace of Swords gives you, it's more than giving you permission to start something. Sometimes it kind of pokes you in the butt with the sword. And it goes, hey, wake up, here we go. And this can be a lot of fun. If you're coming from a place of being pretty tapped out, where you're exhausted, and you don't necessarily want to start a new project, that's a different story. Um, we also have... Mars in Gemini. Pardon these scratchy noises. I'm trying to keep the wind out of this microphone. Um, what was I saying? Okay, we've got Mars in Gemini. And that's going to be a... It already has been. That's a, just a big influence on everything that's going on right now. Mars is going to be crawling back and forth around Gemini land for quite some time. Going retrograde. Changing course. Going forward again. And this, so Gemini is also an air sign. So all that is happening kind of trine to our Libra season that's really getting going. And Mars brings this like very strong, masculine, let's go get it kind of energy. Gemini is extremely about communication and can be about uh, duality. So if that's all amped up with fire, Mars, masculine, go, go, go energy, that can be the part of us that wants to get in a fight. And that's kind of uh, in conflict, ironically, with the Libra vibe. Libra wants things to be beautiful and peaceful. Libra is sick of all the conflict. So the sun going into Libra is a time when we can look at maybe softening towards the darkness that's arriving allowing it in, allowing it some room in our lives instead of fighting it. 
and yet seeking balance. We want that light. We want that dark. We don't want Mars and the Ace of Swords pushing us into doing a bunch of stuff that we maybe don't really want to do or we're not in the right place in our lives to execute on those things. So you might find that um, stuff comes up. Uh, In general, I love Ace of Swords energy. It's fun. It's movement-oriented. Certainly, if you've been bored at all, you're going to be very stoked to have some Ace of Swords going on. What kinds of things might you see with the Ace of Swords? Um, You might see, depends, you know, where this is happening in your life and where these astrological influences I've been speaking of, where they occur in your birth chart. So if you have a natal chart, you can kind of look up, where's Libra? What house is it on? Where's Gemini? What's it doing? Um, Which is a lot of fun. And um, I will soon be offering astrology readings again, but I'm not right now. So for the next couple months, you can get a different astrologer to do it for you. Anyway, so that that can help kind of orient your interpretation of like, well, what does this Ace of Swords mean for me? If it's kind of thrumming and chiming with these astrological elements, where are those hitting my chart? And that stuff is honestly quite fun. Now, if you don't go in for the astrology stuff, let's just think about the Ace of Swords all by itself. Pause for a water sip. We did start the reading with water, and you can tell from my voice, my voice, my throat needs some water. Mmm. Oh, that was nice. I still got that frog in my throat. Um, Ace of Swords, we've got this, this angel has a sort of avenging angel look to him. I don't remember which angel it is. Cat Black for the Golden Tarot deck. She uses paintings, um, Renaissance paintings and such, and carefully collages uh, the people and characters and, and settings and everything out of these paintings using digital collage and makes the cards that way. So uh, if I were at home and not out here in the woods, I could look up which painting she used and chose for her Ace of Swords. But not knowing which angel that is, is it Gabriel, is it Michael? I don't know. But there is a look on the angel's face that suggests that it really wants to get some shit done. And that it's... um, It it could be an avenging angel. There could be a sense of resoluteness, resolution, that's extremely strong and demanding. This angel could be convinced that it knows exactly what is right. Whether or not it actually knows what is right, hmm, that's tricky. If you're involved with politics or immersed in the news, here in the U.S., of course, we're entering midterm election time. So there's a heck of a lot going on. Um, This Ace of Swords energy can make you come out swinging. Um, I actually challenged one of my editors. I'm a writer by day when I'm not sitting here being your friendly local podcaster and tarot reader. 
uh, one of my editors, I, I actually challenged them to a duel <laughs> last week. <sighs> yes, it's true. Um, and I was only like half kidding. So this angel is kind of that impulse where you're like, I'm right. I need to say everything I need to say. And how dare the editor tell me to change how I'm saying stuff. Even if maybe my editor's, you know, right. (laughs) Which after some thought, I concluded my editor was right. And I did change my column um, to suit the editor's needs. And it was fine. Uh, We had some you know, less humorous, testy words before we got to the the dual part. So I think of the Ace of Swords as being something that, for those of us, especially with word issues, (laughs) like we talk too much, we write too much, we have logoria, um, you know, Ace of Swords can be a little too much mental activity. A little too many words. Maybe we can't shut up. Um, and for some people, Ace of Swords is just going to be a lot of thinking, but it will give you enough energy to take something beyond the, the mere act of thought. So you might have a bunch of really good ideas. It's a good chance that you'll be focused. Susan pointed out that the, our little avenging angel on the card looks quite focused, not scattered. There's no guarantee that that's how you're going to receive, interpret, and manifest your Ace of Swords energy. But it could work that way. It could be very focused, which, frankly, to me, sounds really nice. Um, So barreling into something that that maybe you don't really want to start is uh, something that could happen at this time. Lots of mental activity, lots of potential for communication, communicating with others, writing stuff down, reaching out to people, being reached out to. You can expect all of this stuff. And if that little sort of vengeance piece or desire for power, if you feel those creeping up a lot in yourself or in others around you, it's a good idea to kind of step back take a breath, and recognize what's going on. It might not be as personal as you think. So if your passions are just like lit up because you read this one article or whatever, somebody's terrible post that they made, you know, stop and and think about it. Think about it in terms of well, what if that's just kind of the energy of this moment? What if it's more the energy than it is really that individual that made the post or wrote the article? Or at least both in equal measure. So if the Ace of Swords is prodding everybody in the butt, you know, they might be saying stupid stuff. You might be saying stupid stuff. (laughs) And, my friends, I certainly might be saying stupid stuff. Um, so for those of us with, you know, not maybe the most excellent filters, this is a good time to really be careful of what we say, what thoughts we get caught up in, what ideas, what rabbit holes on the internet, uh, what crazy conspiracies on the news channel or, you know, 
it's a good time to get too swirled up in a bunch of crud that later on you kind of have to extricate yourself from and go, is that actually what I wanted? Do I actually care about that thing? If I thought about it more deeply, would I have wasted all that time thinking about that, writing about that, posting about that? You know, so there, you might be seeing some of that around you. So in your responses to other people, try to keep that in mind. Ace of Swords is poking at you, but everybody else too. So what if we just gave everybody a break? What if we maybe responded a little bit less? It's just for a couple weeks here. Uh, but then if something real comes with your Ace of Swords, a strange new opportunity, uh, look for communications, a message arrives. I mean, this, this stuff is literally like, used to be, you'd get a, a letter in the mail. Now it would probably be an email or a text. And like, such and so new opportunity that maybe you were hoping for, or maybe you were hoping for something kind of related to it. Boom, it's here. So take a moment, think about it, walk in the nearest woods to you, or wherever it is that you can get away from humans for half a second, take a breath, center yourself, and figure out whether you actually want this thing, this opportunity. Uh, this line of reasoning. And, you know, for some of you, this is going to be great. This is going to be something cool. And maybe you were kind of expecting something like this. Or maybe you set an intention and put a thing on your altar like six months ago. And now here's this thing. It's probably, it's very likely that, that this could be great. You know, give yourself a couple hours to think about it. And then some of the other energy... Um, Less focused, less great, more just like, okay, you know, all this air energy. Let's make sure that we're um, responding appropriately. So with the Ace of Swords and the Libra and the Gemini Mars stuff I was talking about, all those things combined are going to lean us into air a lot. So it's important to remain grounded. I know I talk about that all the time. Um, I talk about that because uh, I have a lot of earth stuff in my astrological world. And for me, it's really important to get grounded and earthed and watered. I also feel that our culture is not really great at that. We have a very air-oriented culture. Our culture is chock full of words and charts and the internet. And, you know hubbub and buzzing things and electricity all of which mess with our natural rhythms that we would have if we were living in the woods without electricity <laughs> without the internet our phones so we just have to work harder to balance out the air because it's just too predominant uh, in our culture and in, in our ways of making money and and being able to stay in touch with people so we have to put in more conscious effort to balance that out with other energies. And air and fire are considered yawn, masculine energies. And so we need to root ourselves, and it does not matter what gender or biological sex at birth or whatever any of us is. We all need some grounding and earthing 
in earth, and in water. And those are the yin energies, right, associated with the feminine. And, of course, we, have, we always talk about different ways you can do that for water. I'm always up for, like, baths or find a stream and stick your feet in it. If you can't do that, fill a bowl with water. If you can put some stones in there, that's really good. Put your hands in the bowl of water. Feel the rocks. Put your feet in the bowl of water. Feel the rocks and the water. For just plain earth, uh, take off your shoes, plunge your feet into the earth. If you can find some earth somewhere, do it. Sand. Um, I'm not going to go through all the different possible exercises. I'm sure you guys have some. Um, it's just some energy work. can do it too, of course. But yeah, that's how I would be. I hope that I will manage to do that during this Ace of Swords time. Entering this entering Libra time, I'm going to be traveling and looking at a very, very packed schedule that I'm rather nervous about, frankly. Will I have any time to take a walk anywhere and do anything mellow? I don't know. I'm going to be in the big city. Um, but I'm going to try, and I'm going to try to remember that this Ace of Swords is here, encouraging me to enjoy my travels enjoy new opportunities that are going to come to me during this time. Also warning me that uh, air is just really happening a lot. And for people like me, that often means too much thinking, too much communication, too much receiving communication, too much giving communication out, too much speaking our minds when we should probably just be quiet. Whoa, did you guys hear that bird? It's multiple birds. Neat. It's always interesting when a bird speaks up just as you're speaking about a matter. I'm going to take that to heart. And in the spirit of um, stopping talking, I'll just stop talking now. (laughs) I'm T. Oh, I won't stop talking. I lied. Uh, I wanted to thank all of you who bought the September special reading. That was really fun. And uh, I'm sorry some of them were a little late. It's having some health issues. And for those of you who wanted one uh, but didn't get, get in there fast enough, um, yeah, I probably should have warned you that I was going to do that, but I didn't actually know. <laughs> um, so if I do another special sometime soon, I will try to let you know here on the podcast kind of about the terms of that. Holy crud! some kind of ring-tailed I don't know it looked like a long falcon I don't know what that was I gotta go get a bird book anyway um, I got more readings than I really had time and energy to do so some of them came out late and then I just cut off the inventory and so that's why you weren't able to purchase those Um, and I guess that's just too bad you can Certainly right now you can purchase any of the other normal readings that are there. And, um, yeah, they're just sitting there. You can grab one. And uh, those will, I won't get to those until the first week of October when I come back from my trip. All right. I'm T. This is Burning Tarot. If you want a reading, uh, tiffanyleebrown.com.
is where to get the reading. And that's also where you can sign up for my email newsletter, which I would appreciate it if you would sign up for that. Uh, It's not super exciting. I just kind of send out an email when there's a new reading or if there's a special coupon or a special deal that you can get. Um, But it helps me directly connect with y'all because through the podcast, these go the podcast goes through all these um, podcast distribution platforms that I don't know anything about. So those of you who aren't on the newsletter list or who don't communicate with me, I just, I don't know anything about you. I don't know who you are. It seems weird. So (laughs) another thing you can do is just get in touch with me. You can send an email to burningtarot at gmail.com. Please leave it to just a couple sentences. I love to hear how the podcast is intersecting with people's lives uh, and the individual readings too. Um, You guys have been sending me some very, very interesting stuff. Okay, now I really am going to be quiet. I'm Teases Burning Tarot. Much love. Bye.